Welcome to Pokemon Dungeons and Dragons. Join our heroes, Phoebe, Milo, CJ, Bentley, as they explore the Laris region, learn about their new friends, and discover the world around them. With nowhere to go but down, our heroes rush into the darkness. But the sound of grinding steel and stone seems closer by the second. Uh, the, the gang, as we mentioned, is creeping into the darkness. There, there are the triangular eyes glowing in the darkness in front of them. Um, as the minecart goes just zipping on by, uh, we're going to do something that I've never done. We're going to do something called a skill challenge. So, as the minecart is sort of rocketing through the darkness and this Steelix turns to give chase, um, I would like all of you to tell me, in your own words, using your own skills, these are skills that you need to be proficient in, or the abilities of your Pokémon, how or if you would like to try to slow the minecart down, get away from the Steelix, um, stop the minecart if you want to go faster, whatever it is your end goal is, I want you to tell me how your your proficient skills or your Pokemon's abilities might help, um, and then you'll roll a check based on what you're trying to do. The DC will be set by what you're trying to do and how reasonable it is that it could work. Um, okay. You're looking for a certain amount of successes. If you get three failures, you will fail the skill challenge. So. All right, but yes. question, are we rolling to see who goes who first? And oh, this is not initiative. This is a skill challenge. So you okay, can do so whatever what, you want, whenever you want. What each of us does does not influence the other. It, it yeah, may or may not. Will. You can attempt a skill only if you're proficient with it. Mm-hmm. You can only attempt that skill once. Okay. So if you say you are like proficient in athletics, mm-hmm. um, you can attempt an athletics check one time to okay. do something. Right. Everyone else can still do it, but if you do athletics once and you succeed or fail, mm-hmm. you can't try that again. Okay. So what determines? I have a thing. I'm ready. I Let's do that. I have one more question. Sure. Okay. Are we all aware at this point that something is chasing us in the minecart as we're yeah. going? Yeah, I'll say as you guys go flying by, this thing turns to give chase. Okay. Something's just rocketed past it in the darkness and a bunch of children are screaming. Okay. So I know what Milo would want to do, so let's just do it and then we'll see how it plays out and then everyone will Sounds great. Better. You so got it, buddy. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so... Everything that's been going on, Milo's just like, oh my god, this is just... Every idea is the worst idea. Okay. Um, his primary concern is um, just keeping as much as he can safe. Mm-hmm. So of the three Pokemon that are not in Pokeballs, using his uh, um, proficiency in Pokemon handling okay. and his trainings with Monty and everything, he's yeah. going to try to keep them safe and calm because he doesn't want anyone like acting erratic, jumping out, punching someone out of the cart. Because we've got Crash and we've got Tyrogue in here. And I'm worried that something's gonna happen, or he's gonna thrash, or one of them's gonna like throw an arm, and someone's gonna fall out. And just collect somebody else. And yeah. So I just want to like try so to calm them down, collect them in, and calm them down in okay. the minecart. Okay. So you're trying to gain control of the situation of the of the Pokemon, the Pokemon that are handling. Yes. All right. Fire away. Okay. 
Make it happen. So does this mean that nobody else can do a Pokemon hand? It means Milo cannot try this again. Okay. So as a 14. 14? Okay. You are able okay. to keep the crew calm. You're kind of like, listen guys, actually, how do you, what do you, what do you say to them to calm them down? I won't speak for you. Okay, so uh, I've got I've got Koa, Crash, and and Tyrogue are in the minecart with me, mm-hmm. and kind of doing like a, a parental thing with children that are like you know scary thing. Like I just turn them like look at me like focus on me. Mm-hmm. Like we have to. This is broken. We need to slow down so we can help them out. Like focus on me. Let's see if we can figure something out here. Okay. Just stop the minecart and just have them focus on something else. Oh, do you have your? Okay. Never mind. I was gonna use it for a thing, but I forgot to stop. Um, and you can. Never mind. Did you want um, to use it? No, I was actually. If you want to just put it in front of you and take out one. Put it on one. Yeah. So you guys have one success. Okay. So you, so you basically you've lowered the DC for the people in the minecart. Okay. If they want to try stuff. So that's one success. Well, I was thinking too, like I could maybe send out Evan Rude since he has compound eyes, but I don't know how to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd send him out like in the cart. But Very I don't know. It's, it's getting pretty crammed in there. Right. There's a lot. Yeah. All right. All right. Going yeah. On. I guess. Just ah, see if there's maybe a sort of a split, like you said. Okay. Or something. Just like both ways. Like just just perceive. Like take in detail. Take it away. 16. Yeah. So as you look behind you, uh, this like gigantic steelix looking creature is substantially larger than the, the tunnel you guys are heading into. It looks like it's kind of narrowing in front of you and kind of open in the back. So as he's getting closer, he's kind of winding and sort of undulating up and down like a snake. So he's bumping into walls and kind of like caving in portions of the the uh, the ceiling behind him and boulders are kind of falling. So he's not moving particularly fast. He's kind of just like rocking himself into like one wall into the next, sort of knocking things down. Um, uh, pretty far ways in front of you, you do see um, a, a big blinking, like kind of like a rail signal, and it looks like the tunnel's gonna branch off left and right. Oh, so I think so. Go ahead and is, mark that up to a two. Is it is it like a an even split, or is it like this with a deviation? It's sort of like this with a deviation. Okay. So, I so it's not like two tunnels. It's, it's just not a track. Deviation. Yeah, it's a so it's a track deviation, and then like the room kind of it does eventually become like two tunnels, but it's open for now. So I kind of feel at like the, at the turning of the track, we take the deviation, and then I'll have little buddy make a smoke screen. So then it's at least like 50-50. I would say smoke screen regardless because we don't know what way we're gonna go. That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and then that helps our chances. Yeah. Okay. I'll say from your roll, it looks like the track is set to go straight. Um. And there's like kind of like a lever thing. It looks like if you were to kind of not necessarily reach out, you're going really, really fast. But if you were to throw something, you could potentially hit the track switch. So I'm going to pop out little buddy just in my hands because he's a little dude. And I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm looking at him in the eyes and I'm just like, this is an emergency. Make as much smoke as you can. And he kind of goes, <laughs> and he begins producing uh, kind of like a globule of, of just like soot in front of his little nose, uh-huh. and he kind of solidifies it and he drops it into your hands. Okay. What do you do with it? I'm going to throw it 
backwards towards okay. the Steelix. Um, so Great go ahead. And I mean, if you like to breathe smoke, so here we is, go. I'm just going to go. I feel like even if, you guys, even if you just go and we're like gone and then it'll like hit right as it's going through the tunnel. That's true because it's going slower. So we'll say though you're not necessarily proficient in it, we're kind of like spitballing here. Uh, just make it a I'll say uh, you can do athletics or acrobatics, but it'll kind of lock it off your your list for the future. Okay. I'll see kind of attack I'm gonna do athletics. Okay. Because this is basically to like not hit one of your friends into oh, three. Okay. Fuck. So. I, I mean, I'm I, I'm saying hold on. <laughs> I really like. Oh my god. Okay. So you got one of those. Um, as you go to throw the uh, solidified smoke ball, uh-huh. little buddy kind of goes. And it kind of like bounces in your hand a couple times and it just flies out. Um, I will say, Phoebe's first on the rope. Uh, Phoebe, you can make a dexterity save to try to catch this orb if you'd like. Or you can let it fall, it's up to you. Um, catch it and spike it. So it like starts emanating smoke. Like just Because bearing in mind, it's already not going well. But regardless, you might, you might be able to salvage if you're able situation. to catch it, we can reevaluate. Mm-hmm. This is basically like eleven. Okay, so as it, as you see it coming towards you, it's it's a very dark sphere in a very dark cave. Um, something kind of wet and slimy hits you in the hand, and you're like, "Oh, wet!" And you kind of just throw it behind you. Uh, CJ, my turn. Go ahead and make a dexterity save. I mean, All right. Awful. Here we go. Hot potato. Hot potato. 16. Okay. Um, you kind of reach out and catch this like right dark orb right as it begins to and it starts shooting smoke out kind of all around you and you're kind of having to like shield your face and cough. Um, what do you do with this orb? Yell at him to spike it. Just spike it. Alright, hearing that and knowing that it's Milo, I'm just going to throw it into the ground. Okay. So like right as you guys get to this track switch, uh, you're, you're in control of this ball and you just throw it down behind you. Um, and you lose sight of Tegan on the rope, and then she just like rockets out behind you and just like keeps sliding down. Um, so the smoke screen is down. Let me see. Okay. Um, you hear the like sort of slamming into the walls stop around the the uh, location of this smoke, but you guys are still rocketing forwards in the darkness. But you appear to be largely out of. Steelix's purview at the moment. It seems to be trying to size up where he went. Milo, I have an idea. I think it's a terrible one, but do you want to hear me out? Sure. So, there's still a little bit of brake lever left. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm thinking we can give Mortar the stone again and see if he can stop the cart. Like have him try to pull it? Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna call little buddy back. So, um, you want to send out mortar? Why don't you ask him to start pulling the rope? You're in the cart with him. Okay. So, um, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'll have Tyrogue start to try to pull on the rope to get okay. closer to us. So, who would like to roll for Tyrogue? Tyrogue strength check. Anybody can do it. <laughs> He's gonna be yours. I mean, you might as well do it. <gasps> He's got this. Use your big biceps. 19. Okay, so you want him to pull the rope in? 
start to yeah, yeah. Okay. Them in. Um, he is able to get you within five feet of the cart. You could reach out and grab it if you wanted. Go ahead and knock that six up to a three. Let's go. Phoebe, get into the cart! Yeah. Well, let's, before she does, let's try to have Mortar and see if he can pull the switch. I don't know that we want to do that before get everybody's in. into the cart. Because if we just break, CJ's going to slam into the back and probably die. <laughs> like I mean, gradually slow down, and we'll be okay. But, but I, I mean, don't know if it that just stops, stops, then yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's that we're going to happen, but... It's a break. It should work that way, but you're right. It could be. I mean, I agree, but like the chance that it could is right, scary right. to me. I agree. I don't think we would go from 80 miles an hour down to zero immediately. But like, regardless, it's going to be a jolt. Also, if that happened, we'd probably derail everybody. would be fucked. That's true. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we don't go flying. I don't think that's going to happen though. He's basically could, like, he's in the process of and be like it. hanging onto it, and then you could potentially okay. catch him, free up the room, pop in. So, do I space. have to like roll to grab the cart? No. Just reach out and okay, grab it. Okay, I'm gonna reach out, grab the cart. Okay. Then I'm gonna ask you him. You feel a little safer. <laughs> Great. I mean, a little bit helps in this situation. Alright, I'm gonna use my Pokemon handling, ask Tyrogue if he wants to be my buddy, okay. get this ball. Twenty unnatural. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're not able to judge his reaction. He seems confused by your question, um, but he doesn't seem like entirely opposed to the idea. Okay. But it would still be a D100 roll if you wanted to try to get that. Just go for it. Okay, I'm just gonna yeah, I'm gonna go for it. Um. A pokeball. Oh, she's no, got a great ball. I've got a great ball. Oh, cool. that. I mean, I feel like considering the circumstances, I should use the great ball. Okay. To Duly better my odds. Yeah. So, great ball. This is like 73. 73. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, don't work on the other one. So, as you're holding on to the cart, you kind of produce the great ball and you're like, here we go. Go! <laughs> you kind of like lob it right into his face and he's like, what? As he sort of like gets sucked in. Um, and it, it rocks for like a couple seconds. You're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Make room, make room, make room. And then you see it. And it kind of lets out a little, okay. a little burst of steam. Yeah. All right. But also, that puts you over the limit. It does. Yeah. So in the immediacy of the moment. That's the one that flies away, I'm assuming. It's the first one you touch. Which is going to be that one. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the Tyrogue's Pokeball, as you kind of reach out to grab it, it just sort of goes... And kind of just blinks out in front of your eyes. Okay. And there's a little bit more room in the car now. Okay. Tyrogue is a small creature and you are a medium creature. So there's a little bit of room. Baby, that's great. Congrats, but hop in the car! <laughs> you can okay. kind of squeeze in. Alright, I'm squeezing in. Okay. So at this point, Koa and Crash are kind of like smushed into the wall. Milo's kind of like crushed into the corner. And Bentley's like leaning over the front of the cart. Okay. It's looking a little silly in there. Seeing that Phoebe's now gone in front of me, I'm gonna do my best to start pulling myself like closer to the cart. Okay. And we'll do the same. Yeah. Or Phoebe mm-hmm. will. I don't yeah, know if yeah. there's enough room for everyone to help, but Okay. Phoebe um, will. So okay. either the both of you can roll athletics. Uh-huh. And we'll see if you both succeed, it can be two successes. Or I'll allow you to kinda of gamble and one of you can do it with advantage. But it would be one success if you succeed. 
Can we can we still hear the Steelix? No, at this point it seems okay. It seems like that part of the danger is gone. Okay. At this point, you're now at a, at a to pull yourself towards the back of the cart and like All right, grab so the Let's try to was let's try to like ease <clears throat> the brake, not like full on pull it, but like ease it. Let's start slowing down. If I start pulling myself, can I do that as a survival or do I do that as a strength? Um, how would you do that as survival? Well, just knowing and seeing that Phoebe's moving closer to the cart, and if the cart stops immediately, I'm probably going to get really messed up. I just want to get closer to the cart. <laughs> sure. Okay. <clears throat> so. His adrenaline. Survival. Here we go. Boop. Hey, oh! that's really good. <laughs> yeah, you're because uh, you are still hauling uh, Tegan behind you mm-hmm. as you're pulling in. Um, so you're, you're kind of like struggling a little bit against just like the weight and the momentum and the wind kind of blowing against you, um, but you're able to get within about ten feet of the cool. of the actual cart. So I'm going to use my investigation to see if there's any other way to trigger like slowing down with the brake. Like if there's something that malfunctioned there that I can sure try to work with. You, just said no. you got. It. No, but I'm saying like something about, like if the lever broke and the, it, it like didn't, there's something and else something in there that didn't, didn't function sure. to actually activate the brake. Okay. I don't know how you're going to do it though if it's broken. Yeah. Alright, just go. go. Do it. Do it. You can do it. Here you go. 14. Okay. Um, so you kind of, being squeezed in the cart, you kind of like start to lean over the side mm-hmm. where the, the brake lever is. Mm-hmm. And you can see... There's this thin piece of metal that runs underneath the bottom of the cart. Seems to have a little bit of a chip in there. And it looks like there's some, like a bit of loose rock kind of like jammed right into where this brake lever should be. Okay. Thank you. So you can, you're getting closer. (laughs) The rock that's stuck on the side that's not letting the brake Also, you're not an initiative. So So one of the two. Get that rock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that what you say? To him? <laughs> Sandstrom, he's get so, that rock, bro. He's so relaxed. <laughs> There's a rock in the break. <laughs> I'm freaking out at this point. Okay. Like I envision like putting yeah. it back against the cart yeah. and then like Spider-Man. Like he's feet. at the front yeah, yeah. of it, he's back, yeah. yeah. Cause if he's trying to hold on with those arms yeah, on the yeah. side. Okay. Spider-Man. So let's have him try to do that. Put your feet in the ground. Yeah? Yeah. Spider-Man. Do it. Ben roll for it. <laughs> Since you're in so support what, of this idea. <laughs> okay, so what skill would you like Sandshrew to try to use? His raw strength or his ability to move Earth? The Earth one. Yeah, for would sure. Would that be a nature-based? That would be, for him, he would be technically a wisdom caster. So it would Sick. be, he would have a plus two to the roll if he's using his ability to move Earth. Get it, good dice, Ben. God, no pressure. Good dogs. I've rolled probably as many ones as Tia has yeah. in this room. Heinz card. Twelve. Okay. So fourteen? No, he rolled a ten. It was so oh, twelve. So as the sentry kind of... That's not bad. Rockets to catch up with you guys. You watch as he's kind of diving in and out of the, the <laughs> earth to like keep up and basically like dolphin diving through the earth. Um, he kind of like tumbles in front of the cart and tries to slow it down. And as he's kind of digging in his heels, he's actually just like kicking up like boards from the the track in front of him. The cart's starting to kind of wobble and he notices that and he just lets go and kind of drops under the cart and then just comes up and keeps skating along behind you guys and just goes... 
Mm. Go ahead and mark off another failure. Mm. Mm. Well, now that he's right here, maybe I can point out the rock and have him try to get it out. Okay. So do you? Or These are options. I could have William come out, he's pretty tiny, just be on top of someone, try to grab the rock. Please pick up. His sticky fingers. I kind of love that. You want to do it? Yeah. Okay. Just he's, like he's set small. Nubster on the back of the cart. He's not very small. He's like four feet tall. But he's got just a giant tail. You could just yeah. pull him over the side and have him grab the rock. I think technically I classified him as tiny, but he's just like big. He's huge. But in D&D terms, he would be a quote unquote smaller tiny creature. Right, so he, like, he could easily be on top of somebody and not be causing, like, stress. I'll try to hold his tail while Phoebe's holding Nubster and Bentley has the lantern and stuff. Okay. So we're sending out William yeah. mm-hmm. into the very crowded cart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sort because you're, like, holding him over the side now. So William guess. sort of appears in the cart, looks around, kind of terrified, just clutches his little chef head, kind of looks at you. <laughs> All right, William, I need you to grab that rock. <laughs> beautiful, shiny rock and grab it. <laughs> As you say beautiful and shiny, he kind of sticks his tongue out. He goes, Go ahead and grab the rock. <laughs> Thank you so <laughs> he much. He kind of like hops up onto the side of the cart, looks down as he's holding his chef hat, and he's kind of just like, just puts it, puts it down in the cart. William, I'll hold your tail. <laughs> he kind of looks back and just goes, <laughs> Leans over the side and you hear him go How is William going to Get this rock Out of the cart With precision What skill would he like to try Wisdom if that's He's so wise They're both plus two Grab the rock It matter Yeah okay. It's the same thing cool. Potato potato It just matters for future If we Well what, what matters is His sleight of hand bonus Versus his insight bonus Oh Versus his what His insight bonus Oh insight it'd be an insight check To, to watch him these are things that you don't have on your sheet, but I have on mine. Oh, okay. I was like, what? I don't mm-hmm. have insight. Because I didn't want to clog your character sheets with things that you're... Gotcha. You're okay. <laughs> oh, man. So what are you, you doing? You're dying. Now you've seen the role, what are you doing? God. Choose wisely. She's so good at the like that. Because one of them succeeds and the other one is not. So it's up to you. What did you roll? Eight. She rolled an eight. So it'd be ten. What are the two things? Insight or sleight of, sleight of hand? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that the basically same what she's thing. doing? Mm-hmm. What do you think he's better at? He's knowing sleight him. Sleight of hand, because of his pickup. Then call it. That's what he's doing. Sleight of hand? Yeah. He has a plus five to sleight of hand. Oh! No. He has a plus two, which is his static to insight. You chose wisely. Go ahead and take that up to a five. Okay. As William kind of reaches down and just plucks the little the little pebble out, you guys hear a horrible grinding metal sound as oh. two bars go... As the wheels stop spinning on the minecart and you guys just start sliding and kind of shooting sparks off to the back. You are slowing down. Yes. We want to call William back so yeah. there's less people in the yeah. As he's kind of holding back. the pebble and you go to call him back, he just goes, <gasps> and reaches for the hat <laughs> as the hat, he barely gets a hand on it as he's like, goes right back. <laughs> Just we're all about to die and that William's was, concerned about that. That was the hat. greatest rock William's ever stolen. Yeah. yeah. He'll never even know why. <laughs> He's like, what? Hey, steal that. Bye. <laughs> Alright, so now while we're slowing down, I think focus on trying to pull him in. Yeah. Fine with me. Do I have any sort of historical knowledge on, like, 
<laughs> an abandoned mind system. Yeah. <laughs> or just mind in same general thing. on like how it ends. I will say because you are from Ambercrag, uh-huh. and it would be a thing that kids there learn that like probably have some rudimentary knowledge of mine shafts and sort of the techniques used by miners to build these tracks. Okay. If you wanted to attempt history, that is a thing you could do. What is your modifier? Plus five. Do it. It's better than my plan. <laughs> Doesn't risk bang. 23. Okay. Let's go. So, you are familiar enough with how mines function. Mm-hmm. And as you're kind of rocketing downwards, you notice that the air around you is getting like substantially warmer. Uh-huh. Um, and you can, you're able to tell that typically the further down you go, like it's either it's either gonna get warmer or it's gonna get colder, and those two things mean two different things. Yes. Um, however, the cart track you are on is currently veering kind of up and to the right, which is most of what is helping you slow down at the moment. Solid. It's good information. I don't know, guys. <laughs> cool. Basically, Milo has knowledge about mines and trains that Drew doesn't know, <laughs> but it's enough that yes, you're able to slow down. Your, your role was beyond sufficient. Um, as the cart finally does uh, come to a stop, uh, CJ, your arms at this point are just exhausted because you've been holding yourself just in place, and they, they as the cart kind of stops, you just go, oh. Yeah. <sighs> And it's at this point that, Bentley, as you kind of look ahead with your lantern to see where you guys were headed, um, you see the, the track that you're on makes one very sharp right turn into an open kind of just crevice in this mountain that just dips. And that's why we didn't want to throw the Pokeball. We did it! <laughs> and that's why you didn't want one more failure instead of one more success. That would have been so bad! <laughs> Good job! See you next time for campaign two. <laughs> so Bentley immediately just hops out of the minecart. Yeah. And just sits down next to the track and Kiss starts. Kiss the like, sweet ground. Yeah, just uh, fetal position, see? like rocking back and forth. Yeah, Milo's gonna get out. <clears throat> Why did we do that? Why are we so. You were the voice of reason, we know. We're sorry. We're sorry. I had fun. My arms are tired, though. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we, do we think that Steelix is still coming, or should we like leave? Should we and go where? <laughs> what are we gonna do? Santrus kind of like. This? So what does it what does it look like now? Are we in like a small tunnel? So you're in like the tunnel that you guys were kind of rocketing towards. Looks like it was meant to turn. And then at some point, just from like erosion or whatever, this big, it almost looks like a panoramic window that kind of wraps around a little bit of a corner, is just open into this like vast valley. And you guys... Uh, like outside? Like, you see like little glimmers of daylight. It looks like you guys are really deep down in, in some sort of canyon. And like the daylight is currently just at a harsh angle. Beautiful. So it's like you see a lot of shadow and like sunlight up above, but not directly where you are. We hear are the do the tracks like stop like they were intended to, or are they like ripped like it, it? No, they they turn. So it looks like the tunnel that you guys are in 
just makes a very sharp right that way. like right turn, but it wasn't supposed to be going that fast. Oh, so it keeps going. It keeps going. Okay, so we can just keep going this way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I definitely am interested. Yeah. But there, that there is, is a, an exit to the mine. Yes. No, I don't think so. You just described it as like a. Canyon. So you guys, yeah, you guys are basically like very low down in a canyon that continues beneath you and above you. Oh, I see. So it's, so it's like, like a think, big think like a giant over in the middle of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that, and then they basically like turn. So it looks like whoever was drilling here found this and then this canyon, and then went. We're going that way, I guess. And they just kind of followed it, but it does go eventually away from the wall, and it goes back into being a tunnel. I uh, distinctly remember you almost dying over a canyon earlier. Mm. So yeah, that that happened. Same canyon. I don't know. Can I do like a perception check to see if I see like the bridges that Bet- we Bentley would remember? Do a history check. That was burned in your mind when that happened. <laughs> all that adrenaline. He got knocked out. Yeah, before I got <laughs> all knocked that, unconscious. All that adrenaline. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you don't see any bridges, um, but the lighting where you are is very poor. Mm-hmm. There's like, it's almost like an inky dark. Just blackness from the shadow of this canyon, and then like, in contrast, like a piercing white. You guys realize you've been underground long enough that your eyes have kind of adjusted to not seeing the sun, so the sunlight like hurts to look at for a little bit. So it's like a tunnel that continues forward. There's an opening that's midway in between, like a big canyon that just is a drop off. But before that, the track yes. veers to the right into another tunnel. Correct. Just keep walking down it, I guess. I agree. At this point, I'm gonna get crash. Okay. Give him a little pat on the head. And then as I put him down, punch him in the arm. (laughs) As you punch him, he goes, and kind of snaps out towards you. Nice. Then we'll just walk through the tunnel, I guess. I don't have anything. I just want to get out of here, so I'm just gonna keep walking unless someone else wants to do anything else. No, I'm fine with that. We can keep moving. Okay. Move along the cart path, I guess. Make your way up town. So, unless anybody has anything they need to discuss or look for in the next three-ish hours, as you guys follow Sandshrew and Tyrogue and the crew, um, and Koa kind of helps you guys as well, just sort of sniffing down this tunnel, uh, leading you further uphill instead of down, unless you guys want to go further down. No, I want to go up, but I'll... I'm- Got some things. Just curious. Mm-hmm. If we were to not be, um, you know, abandoned or, you know, ever make it out of here alive, what would you have, like, wanted to do if we got to live our lives out? Me? Yeah. What I wanted to do? Yeah. What did you want to be when you grew up? <laughs> not dead. Yeah, to not die, but to... Since that's the table. Just to keep traveling, to find more berries for my parents, um, and and to, to help Pokemon in general. What do your parents do with the berries? They have a berry farm. What do they do with them? They plant them and just study them. <laughs> they yeah. study yeah. berries. Solid. <laughs> just to see what they do. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Baby, do you know what these do? And I hold out my two Chilon berries that I have forgotten what they do. <laughs> Let me go back to the deep recesses of my mind. My mind palace. <laughs> Flashed. 
because it's somewhere. Just because these have been in my pack for <laughs> ages. <seven>. Six months. <laughs> oh, it decreases the effectiveness of moves. Mm. Don't know which type yet, though. Yeah. Make that other Pokemon eat it. All right, thanks. And then put them back in my pack. So if we make it out alive, what would you have done when you got older? I honestly didn't really have a plan for that. I really looked forward other than, like, leaving. Leaving the mine? Or just leaving the mine? Sure, the mine. I'm at home. Never really. That's it? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Just, I don't really know, like, what there is to do. You guys have definitely taught me a lot outside of what I grew up in. Cool. Well, hopefully we make it out of here and you can find more things. We'll make it out of here. Can I do a perception check <laughs> to see if there are any, like, offshoot tunnels and other things as we're... Oh, there are, there are several... Okay. Um, but there are it's great. It's kind of the case of like one goes up and one either stays straight or goes slightly down. And so they all have tracks in them? No. The ones that are going back up do. So I'm assuming okay. if you yeah. guys want to follow, follow the track. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are several offshoot tunnels that look either uh, man-made as a way of like, oh, maybe we bring the track this way, but the track doesn't go that way. And then there are there are a bunch that look like they were dug by claws or yeah I was thinking more along the lines of like tiny tunnels where Pokemon would live in theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are welcome to make the perception check if you'd like, um, but if you were just looking for like is there an offshoot to the path? Yeah, they're they're all over the place. Yeah, it's more like searching for where Pokemon would be in this mine as opposed to like a mm-hmm. different route for us to go because I feel like we're all pretty set on following the, the cart path back mm-hmm. up and hopefully out. So Okay. Go for it. Ooh. Twenty-two. Wow. Excellent. As you kinda wander wander up through these various tunnels, um, you see a like a very small kind of hole in the wall that looks substantially different from all the others. Um, it doesn't look like it was sort of dug by any machine. It doesn't look like a claws made. It looks like it just opened. Well, I'm curious, so I'm going to hold up my lantern and peek inside. Okay. Um, you see like a very pale kind of olive green creature with like a big fin on its head that just flashes like an angry eye towards you and the pupil dilates in the eye of the lantern. You As you shine your light in here, yeah. and the pupil dilates, it begins uh-huh. to glow a bright like, red. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. What is this thing? Oh. I need to read my own cards. Is it what I think it is? Okay. What'd you do? 16. That's pretty good. Is it, though? <laughs> yeah, so you are not made afraid of this uh, creature. I think it is. As it kind of flashes its eyes towards you. Um, and as you sort of sit and you're like, Hey. <laughs> I'm not scared. So I doing? just I just brush off the leer or whatever it's doing. Sort of it's big like, fear effect that yeah. it tried to impose on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, uh, do you know a way out of here? We're, we're trying to get out to uh, the, the sunlight. Are we going the right way? Do you know? 
My chance. He just turns over his shoulder and just punches the wall and another perfect like cylinder dome just opens up in front of him for another like 15 feet. And he just goes, <clears throat> turns back and just like keeps waddling down the hole. All right, good talk. <laughs> well. Do we all see this happen? You hear it. And you can see Bentley kind of staring into a hole. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. There's a, there's a Pokemon in there. I was trying, trying to see if he could maybe help us out. He doesn't seem interested in helping us. He tried to, mm. tried to frighten me, but he's uh, a little, little bugger. What is it? I think it's a, a Lavatar, if I remember correctly. What? Yeah. But uh, he doesn't seem to have any reason to want to help us, unfortunately. Oh. Oh, well, why don't you catch him and then make him help us? <laughs> Have we already done that? Can. I'm just gonna follow the track because that makes the most sense. I know that, but like maybe he'll know. Like, no, no, not the track. Like, if we go this way, that'll lead us out. I mean, it's a shot in the dark. But... Yeah, you can ask him. Uh, Sandrew, since he he didn't know, would you, do you know a good way to get out of here? Is this the right way? Following the cart path? He kind of brushes his little claws behind his his pointy ears, and he just goes. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Continue yes. on. Um, it's kind of been a tag team effort between like Sancho and Koa, where Koa's mm-hmm. just sniffing for like fresh air, and Sancho's like, not that way. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just walking y'all towards the surface. I feel like Bentley's still just going to be looking around for more like Pokemon tunnels, trying to find something. CJ looks like he has an idea. No, no idea. Um, no idea. Walking around too soon. <laughs> I don't have any ideas. I'm bringing I'm just gonna you, keep walking. Where do you think Kyle's went? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I don't know. You think he ran away? Probably. I have a gut feeling that we're that we've not seen the last of that schmuck, but uh, I have no idea. What if he's down here? Because I feel like if that, that's where he was created, you know what I mean? So like, where else has he been that he would have a place to go to? Well, I mean, it seems like he has some kind of plan. Oh, for sure. So. Absolutely. I just have no idea what it is. Do you? Mm-mm. Do you think you'll still challenge the gym when we get out of here? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I'm down for that, too. You know I am. Are you not anymore? I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. Are you pretty upset with all of us? I'm... This isn't what I signed up for, so I'm just, like, evaluating my life and what I want to do as a person. What do you want to do? I want Monty to be able to join the ranks of the male birds, and I feel like I've gotten distracted from my goal. And I know that he, like we both have, and we're in a position where we're a town away from one of his trial cities. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I want to do that when we get out. And I might be here for a while because I need to wait for him to come back. Well, uh, unrelated, Milo, I'm, I'm really sorry that we decided to ride in the minecart. CJ and I thought it would be a, a fun thing to do, maybe get us closer to getting out of this mine, and it did the opposite, so I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm getting a little sick of being near my death every week. 
I thought this was going to be a fun, I mean, <laughs> a fun Boy Scout hike, and it turned into yet another life-threatening situation. Yeah, I don't think any of what we've come across so far is what we expected. That's true. So, but like being lost in a mine and seeing a cart that goes down, I was like, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah, I mean, you got us there. It's fair. I mean, we probably would have been okay if the brake worked, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, like, look around again for another tunnel or just see if we're getting any closer to, like, the tunnel opening up, I guess, to what could potentially be an exit. 14. Okay. Um, so you guys kind of go back and forth, uh, just talking and, and following the the path for like a, a solid couple hours um, and eventually you do see um, glimmers of like orange sunset just sort of cascading down into this mine and you can see the the track does actually like level out back on the surface I really think before we leave in like do whatever we want to do after. We should try to find the people we were supposed to find before we came down here. Um, especially for the sake of Mortar and finding out what this thing is that we got. Well, the breaking totally, the geologist guy isn't in the mine. Yeah, I know. They just told us to talk to those people before we went in, and so I'm hoping that he will know what this crystal is and give us some insight to that. Um, I would hate to like wait till tomorrow and he like went to another town or something. That would really suck. <laughs> yeah, so we were, we were asked to find Jerry, who's an engineer, and Rachel, who's a journalist, but obviously we haven't found anyone other than Steelix and that broken minecart, so I don't know where they might be. Yeah, do you guys think that thing is following us? I mean, I feel like we would hear or feel it at this point. We've been down here for a few hours. Why do you think it's staying down there, though? Maybe it's safer down there. I don't know. Or like, I mean, it's not like it knows who we are, so it could have just been like, get out of my space, and then we did. <clears throat> you know what I mean? No, I know, but it's, that's not where they were studying it. No. Pendleton. And Correct. So why did it go down there, and why is it staying there? I have no idea, but I'm happy it is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call out Pendleton. Okay. Hey, dude. He's like mid yawn. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bud? Kind of like limbers up a little bit. Does some stretches. Do you know the people that work down here? Uh, I thought maybe you would. Okay, come back. <laughs> 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 No! No! Where, where do you think we should go to find them? Uh, I mean, my gut thought is to just get outside and find an adult and ask. <laughs> Fair enough. Makes sense. Or see sense. if there's like a building outside that looks like it's close to this or related to this in any way. Can we see an exit? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You can see, like, the, the track has leveled out, and you can see the sun's kind of setting off in the distance. Let's do it. But the closer you guys get to the surface, the more hesitant the Sandshrew is to continue following. <gasps> hmm. 
kind of like stays and he's shielding his eyes from even like the relatively dim like sunset. He's kind of doing doing one of those. And is hesitant to get for, like closer than like a hundred feet to the exit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a big hug. Say thanks for everything. <laughs> he kind of pats you on the back and goes. Another sweet high five from me. Whack! Two two big steel claws just uh, clack right into your. Ah, hurts so good. What if that stands on the high five pain and that's pretty uh, pretty up there. Coyote Peterson. <laughs> that's like for real. The only notes I want you to take is ranking high fives. <laughs> you have Banky, Sandru, and what was the other one? Champ. Champ. Champ oh, was yeah. the OG. Yeah, Champ was the original. All right, guys. Well, uh, I I really want to figure out what that what that rock is. Yeah, and me too. Try and yeah. diagnose what's going on with Morda. For sure. Are we outside now? If you'd like to be, absolutely. You're yes. Outside. Are we back to like town or? It's just, just, I think we're just outside the the hole. Yeah. So you, like basically, when you as you follow the the mine up, you guys went in the left in mm-hmm. the central mine. Mm-hmm. You have exited from the right. Okay. Uh, of course. Okay. Did either of you want to say anything to Sancher before I cut you off? <laughs> before Mila goes, Gah! Hi! Go! Can I see how high you're able? I just. Please! Bentley just pats him on the head. He kind of goes. <laughs> Give him a good squeeze. The good squeeze. Mm-hmm. He recoils a little bit and is like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give him one of my. Um, camera on the marker. One of my few remaining servings of cactus juice, mm-hmm. and take this back and uh, split it with your your friends. And, and thanks for all your help. Mm-hmm. Kind of hold the cups, of the little like serving of you goes. Cheers. He kind of like holds it close to himself, and then just like trust falls back into the, <laughs> the earth and awesome. just like gives you a little wave on the way down and just sort of falls in. Alright. You can see like a little a little mound of earth just like speeding back down in the darkness. Cool beans. Who was the geologist guy? What was it Arthur? Oh no. The one we're looking for? Yeah. No, that's who Mr. Woods. No. no. The geologist, Arthur. Arthur is a geologist. Arthur is a geologist. Yeah. Jerry. Jerry is the engineer who's in uh, the mine who they mm-hmm. said to find, which oh. we didn't. And find. Rachel. Yes. Is there a building nearby? <laughs> Maybe not. If there is, you're unsure. Can't Dang see it. through your tears. Well, we know where Arthur lives, right? Can yeah. we just go yes. straight back you to guys, where Arthur lives? You guys lives? know exactly where Arthur lives. Yeah, let's go back to Arthur's place. But basically, um, to answer your, your question legitimately, the nearest building to you would be the Soul Forge with oh, the gym on it. Okay. And that's like gotcha. by a quarter mile to the gotcha. east. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go back to Arthur's house, I suppose. Okay. Get some yeah. sweet food from Ruby. All right, let's go back. Are we at Arthur's place? If uh, you would okay. like to be, then absolutely you are back at Arthur's place. You guys oh, made thank God. Sort of up the road. Uh, you can see Arthur sort of uh, <clears throat> just sort of relaxing on his porch as you guys. Can I ask show. you a question, Arthur? He goes, well, I certainly. Is it as rough as it seems being an adult? <laughs> he kind of goes, I uh, wasn't expecting that question today. Uh, 
Oh. <laughs> Arthur, don't lie to me. Don't you lie to me. Arthur. Okay. He goes, oh, it's uh, it's not so bad. It, uh, it has... My eyes are both It's good parts and it's, it's bad parts. But all in all, you just take things in stride. Okay. <laughs> I'm walking by everybody and going inside to find Ruby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Arthur, Milo, could you get the, the bag? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, so we found uh, like a rock spire in the mines that my, my Pokemon Mortar touched and he now seems to be kind of roid rage status and we were wondering if you could identify what, what this rock is. And like pull it out and like dust off the ground coating that Sandrew put on it and just like hand it over to Arthur. Okay kind of holds it in his hand and he immediately looks to make sure that Ruby is not nearby. He just goes, where, uh, where'd you get this? Uh, we, we found it in a tunnel oh. down in the mines. It was part of a, a larger spire. That's just a little chunk of it. And, uh, how, how, how did you, how'd you, how'd you get this uh, off of that? That would be Mortis doing. I, I had him touch the spire to see what it was, and then eventually he broke off a little piece of it when we tried to pull him away. Do you still have Mortar with you? I, I do, yeah, but he's been in his Pokeball because I, I, I don't know what's wrong with him. And that has been sufficient to contain him since he touched the object? As far as I know, he, I guess. He kind of scratches his head and he just goes, "Well, uh, well, Bentley, I'll, um, I'll be honest with you. This is a very, very dangerous stone you've you've brought back with you. Um, if you have any other fire types, I'd recommend they not go anywhere near this. Um, especially not if they're sort of younger and less experienced." Um, I'll spare you the the boring details and history of the rock as a whole. Um, would you like to hear the the long, boring details of yeah. the stories of the rock? Yeah. Well, somewhere around, uh, we believe, six to six to seven thousand uh, years ago. Wow. And he sort of kind of trails off into this idea of like, it's almost like a creationist myth where he starts talking about um, how there were like fundamental energies that were starting to form and how each one sort of became the basis for the different elements of Pokemon. Okay. Um, but essentially what you guys found is a shard of one of the first formations of fire as a type of creature. And so essentially what you have is pure condensed power in a stone. And as we all know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Um, So when your small fiery friend came in contact with the sort of source material for what is basically his essence, um, it's likely that... He took some of that with him and left a, a piece of himself behind. So if you say he's um, incredibly 
as you put it, right rage. Um, it's it's likely he's at least temporarily um, unable to control his emotion, and that is how his power is manifesting. I assure you, the long-term effects are nowhere near as startling, but I would recommend you uh, not have him come in contact with this stone again anytime soon. All right, well, is it is it safe to even carry it with us when Mortar gets stronger, or is there any way to, to heal him now to where he goes back to normal? The best thing for him now is to remain as far from the object as possible. Um, if he were, say, a, um, a well-trained magmar, and you were, I, I hate to use this, um, given the brief conversation I just had with uh, Phoebe, but if, say, you were older, a bit more mature, um, perhaps you and um, you and Mortar down the line could could make something useful out of this, but for now I would say it's simply too dangerous. Can non-fire type Pokemon come in contact with it and be okay? As far as I'm aware, there should be no ill effects. They may even gain a, a small sliver of some fiery energies for for a short time. Oh, let's give it to William. Because um, <laughs> I'm thinking we can have Monty fly it back to Ambercrag and maybe your dad can use it to like make something for you for the future. That way it's far away from us, but we can still gain something out of it in the long run. I just don't know if we can trust any adults with anything. Well, my my reasoning for that is it keeps it away. Because if we were to say give it to Tyro to give him fire punches and mortars out, and he's just like, give it to me, then we're like in a bigger pickle. I'm just saying we would hide it somewhere. But where? I don't know, just somewhere in town, like bury it. Mila, I, I like your idea to fly it back to Ambercrag, but could Monty make that journey? I feel I mean, like we're... I wouldn't have him do it in one go. I'd have him stop at Alluvia and then have him, like, fly to Oriander and then go home. These are all places he's gone. I'm against it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, the, so this stone, it's different from, say, like, charcoal? It's... it's... Oh, uh... Yeah, but uh, Shay's been spouting nonsense again, hasn't he? So, charcoal is actual just charcoal. There's nothing special about it. It's just... I have some in the fireplace if if you'd like a piece. Ruby uses it to heat up the kettles sometimes. I just find a rock and kick it, and just like, I'm so frustrated. <laughs> just all that effort to find Shay's full imagination and ideas, but I'm afraid the uh, he puts the cart before the horse quite often, if I can say. God. Well, uh, w- would you be all right if we flew this back to my parents, or would you like to? Hold it oh. and study it. Certainly, it's uh, it's it's your find. It's yours to do with what you will. I just recommend, for the time being, uh, keep our, our friend Mortar away. Uh, try to <clears throat> try, try to keep the uh, the mood light for him for a while. He should he should come right back to you. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Yes, of course. Always 
Excited to see aspiring young geologists. There's not nearly enough of us in the field. <laughs> can tell by your voice. Can't imagine why. <laughs> 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 okay. So as the three of you Wait, are kind of... Arthur. Yes. Quick question. Do you know anything about shekels? Well, other than that they are a uh, rock and yeah. bug type, I can't say I've ever uh, mm-hmm. encountered one in person. Do you know how tough their their exterior is, their rock? I, I'm afraid I haven't the foggiest. Some geologist. Uh, <laughs> geologist, not a uh, biologist. I chuckle as a living creature. Yeah. I study rocks, rock. not rock types. There's a lot of hay being thrown at Earth. Correct. Anywho. Just went through some shit. Well, the, well, the three of you are, are discussing with Arthur. CJ, as you Uh-oh. reach the door open, uh, Ruby's sort of like pulling a pie out of the oven. She kind of flicks her hair out of her face and looks back to you and goes, <gasps> Hi, Ruby! <laughs> she waves at you, and her little tail kind of like burns a little bit brighter. Yeah! Um, she's, she's like, takes the little pie, kind of sticks it on the, uh, on the top of the, the counter. Kind of closes up the oven, waddles over, kind of dusts her hands off, just runs up, gives you, like, hugs your, like, ankle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's up, girl? <laughs> she, produces, cool. she produces another, like, small bag of cookies, and it's like, oh, yes, please. <laughs> cookies. Yeah, you and Crash are just shoveling them in, and Ruby's kind of laughing at you. She kind of waddles back over. Keeps like keeps an eye on on the pie that she's baking, nice. and you can hear um, after a little bit you hear the sound of like a rock just being kicked very forcefully into the side of a building. And you're like, something's happening outside. Oh, <laughs> oh dear! But it's not better than these cookies. <laughs> My friend said. It's like right as you're finishing the last the last of the cookies. Uh, the rest of your your friends and Arthur kind of enter in the house. Hey, hello. See, CJ's got like chocolate chips. Why, 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 you, why do you have crumbs on your face? Because Ruby's the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ruby likes you. Just... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, what do you want to do with this crystal? I feel like we need to get it as far away from mortar and our other fire types as possible, but I don't want to send Monty that far away. Well, I mean, I can just go to the coop here and just send a regular Pidgey. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, no disrespect to Monty, but I feel like he's of more use to us here. For sure. And that seems like too far of a journey for him. I'm just gonna have a Pidgey turn into a Moltres because it's carrying this stone. <laughs> <laughs> just takes out, just. Yeah! <laughs> that pure oh. uh, Arthur, do you have any uh, pad and pen that I could borrow? Uh, certainly. Alright, so I'm gonna like write a note to my parents explaining what happened and what this stone is. Oh, Let me actually write it. I know, I will. Okay. But, like write a note to my parents explaining what it is, what it did, leave out some of the details of the journey because I'm sure they would not enjoy me being on this <laughs> adventure. died. I broke my I've almost died bridge. three times. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that way I can... <laughs> Dude, what if your mom can make a Pokeball out of this? 
it's just like makes the strongest fire type imaginable. They're like in their healing, you know, like in powering up. Pokemon Center, there's like this fire energy going in there. going Super Saiyan. And so nice. is it like a firestone, or it's just it's it its own thing? Like, just imagine if you could take the concept of fire and coalesce it into like a, an obelisk of stone. So it's like your own mythical thing of like the Pokemon types and elements in like its rawest form, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the badger moles for earthbending that would be like this this spire is why there are fire types. Dragons. Alright, well uh while I, I write this note, I'm gonna take more to the Pokemon Center. Hopefully maybe healing him will try and expedite this process and then I can go over to the, the Pidgey Coop. Do you wanna come with Milo? Sure. Alright. It's pretty so. crazy how casually we came across this thing. I mean, essence of fire, and we're just like, oh. I mean, it, it took was, some effort. It was we, in like an offshoot on the wall, and yeah. we found they had like a symbol. A Santris had seen it was there, and yeah. they're like, "This is towards that thing. Like, we stay away." And we just followed it because we're dumb. Or we don't understand Santris. So what time is it? Like, like six? It's, it's like sunset. Okay, sunset. Sun's getting real low. Are you guys, right. you guys are gonna go do that right now? Yeah, I mean, I want to. I want to get this away. I want to heal Mortar and send away the the stone yeah. so he can like start healing and not be as insane. Yes. So that's scurry. Do you want to go with them or do you want to stay here? We can stay here. All right. Those really did just make pie. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have some of that pie. I'm down to eat some pie. How do you all feel about blueberries? Love blueberries. Delicious. <laughs> Ruby just goes. Yeah. Kind of walks over to the to the counter, starts serving up some delicious slices of blueberry pie. Yeah. As the two of you make your way to Pokemon Center. Yes. All right. You do so. You make your way down the uh, down the, the the singular road that Arthur's house is on. Make your way up north, past the uh, the mart that now appears to be closed for the day, but the Pokemon Center is ever open. The lights always on. Medicare for all. You doing all right, Bentley? <laughs> uh, I'm all right. It's nice to know that Mortar will eventually get better. I was pretty yeah. pretty scared for him. Yeah, me too. Happy that we can have something to send us away. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's the best call. Yeah. Give the nurse joy my Pokemon to heal. Okay. Mainly mortar. I don't know Healing if anybody's squad. Yeah. I feel bad because you're like eager to get a third team member and we left with one of yours in a altered state. We like make negative progress. <laughs> yeah, I'm down to down to one Pokemon <laughs> instead of the hopeful three. So yeah. I'm gonna have to figure that out. I'd I'd like to go back into the mines and try and catch something at some point. You at least. Go back in there? Well, I'm not gonna go deep in there. That seems like a horrible. I'd like just like right inside the the front cave, stay in the lobby, <laughs> the foyer, the vestibule, <laughs> the vestibule of the mine. <laughs> yeah, because I I don't know that I can even use mortar now. But I'm gonna have to write this letter. But yeah, can we? 
as they're healing up my Pokemon, mm-hmm. make our way to the, the Pidgey Coop and human. How are we gonna like wrap this thing? Back how it was. I'll just put it in their tube. Okay. Back how it was. It was in Sanctuary's like little. Well, I had it in like a little bag. Oh. My my uh, gift shop bag. Okay. Sweet sack. Is that gonna be sufficient to carry it, Drew? Um. Without as sure. Far demonizing as you're the aware, just. When it gets to the Ambercrag. the little like sack that it was in was just starting to like singe. No, I would have changed that. So you gonna find some mud and just coat it in mud? Sure. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it worked the first time, so we can try for it. Okay. Um. Is there any mud outside? <laughs> We're in mud check. The okay. There's sand and mud. Are there any p- trainers out in the Pokemon Center that would have either a water or a ground type? Go ahead and make an effort. An effort to notice them with perception. Does anyone have water types? Uh, eleven. Okay. Are you asking around, or are you just casually like spying on people? Right now, I'm just casually spying. Okay. Um, nobody appears to have any team members like with them out. Out. Okay. Um, they're either waiting on something, or they're just getting their their squads back. You want to ask? See if someone has one. Does anyone have a water type? Uh, what check would that be? A yell check. Just general charisma. A god. Hey. Projection uh, check. Ten. Ten. Okay. Dive. Um. You see. You see a guy who looks like pretty out of place. He's got an anchor tattoo on his arm. Nice. Um. He's wearing what looks to be like a almost like a naval uniform. Um. He's just getting his like one of his pokeballs back, and you can see it's. Uh, Actually, you've probably seen a dive ball before. It's like dark blue, it's got kind of like a swirl on top, almost looks like the ocean. And he goes, Yeah, I got one, what do you need? You, you, you looking for a fight or something? Or? Uh, no, actually, uh, right now we're just trying to get some mud. We need, uh, it's kind of a long story, but we need mud to encase this rock. We're trying to mail it, it's a long story. Uh, but basically we need your water type to help us turn some sand outside into mud. Could you, could you maybe help us real quick? Yeah, I got time. All right, we really appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. He goes, come on out, Max. And you watch this gigantic, like, red kind of beige crab just hit the floor. And, like, six legs just just kind of rock down. This thing looks like it weighs, like, maybe 50, 60 pounds. And most of it's on, like, the leading claw. And it just kind of hits the, the ground in the Pokemon Center. And, just like, and it just goes... And kind of just like starts Jesus. clicking its way outside. He's like, Max, slow down. The kids, the kids need, they need your help. And he's like, just kind of walks outside. I mean, he just like from out of this claw, you can see like there's a little almost like nozzle in the like right in the maw of this thing. And water just starts shooting out all over the sand. He's like, how much? To, how much do you need? Like how, like how much mud? So I'm gonna take the stone and start like rolling it in it. Okay. And see if do you have, do you have gloves on or you just. Uh, no, I'm just... You're just touching? Yeah, I'm just okay. touching it. It's really hot. Okay, well, good thing that's um, it, 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 <laughs> Fun fact, it didn't used to be. It used to be, like, 
just warm and uh, had like kind of a smell to oh, it. Oh, it's getting way hot. But now it's like hot to the touch. You're kind of having to like jug a little bit. As you're rolling it in the mud, it's starting to cool down a little bit. And you watch like there's that little ember kind of in the in the core of this thing. It's been burning pretty hot lately, and as it's in the mud, it kind of starts to cool down. So it looks like, um, if not regulated, this thing just starts to like super heat. Okay. Mm. So case in mud. <clears throat> I don't suppose uh, Max has an ice type move, does he? He goes, uh, no. Okay. No, he just he does water and he has like he uses his claws a lot. Okay. Why well, you? I think this is a. I've got some good coats on it. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, no problem, kids. Have a have a good one. And he kind of just heads back into the the Pokemon Center. Okay. As Max is just like. Can you like wrap it up and then like hold it so it like kind of dries and yeah, I was, creates like a coating around it? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I was kind of hoping we could find maybe it's something that could freeze it. Yeah, that's for next time. Yeah. Just tired of possible. Okay. So I'm going to pop my head back in and go, does anyone have an ice type? <laughs> come back to where I'm at. Let me see. Yeah, but then I'm going to walk again. Just while I'm here. While I'm here. Interesting. Oh, okay. Uh, go ahead and make a charisma check. Charisma, yes, negative one, not a five, so four. You're just a nice type. <laughs> and you get a lot of very odd looks. Um, and this like teenage girl, she's got like long uh, red hair. She kind of like flicks it in her eyes. Goes, yeah, I do. Uh huh. Would you mind helping us real quick? Sure. Thanks. Okay. Uh, I need I need this like big glob of mud, I need it to be frozen. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is yeah. <laughs> All right. You just want, like, frozen mud? Yeah. What is it? Is it for, like, a school project or something? It yeah. is. Okay. Cool. Sure. And she goes, come on out, Joker. And a little, this, like, tiny, like, it almost looks like a child, but its skin is just, like, black as ink, and it's got a little feather kind of sticking out of one of its ears. It's got these very long, sharp claws, and its arms are crossed. Oh, that's and cool. It just looks at you. She's like, we need to freeze this this brick of mud for this cool <laughs> project. And he just goes and just kind of snaps his fingers and like a, a very cold like arctic wind just starts to coalesce like over his arm and he just goes and he just it kind of like is directed towards uh, the sort of glob of mud and it starts to get heavier in your hand as it okay. freezes. Yeah, I'm putting my bird glove on her and okay. Like <laughs> okay. As he as he freezes it over, she's like Okay, that's probably good, and she and she calls her back. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Good luck with your project for school." Thank you. Thank no you. Problem. Much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you. Well, <laughs> and you kind of hear her. She's like, "That was really weird." <laughs> what was that? The sneezel. Uh, do you want to put the sneezel. put the rock in the sack? Yes. And then we can walk to the pidgey coop. Yes. I think this is sufficient. Coop, there it is. Wow. God. Wow. Coop, there it is. And then uh, at the Pidgey Coop, mm -hmm. um, I want to find a Pidgey that has the Rooter logo on its Make pouch. an investigation check. Investigate, investigate. Cool. So thankfully, you're well versed in finding your family's birds. Yeah. Um, and you actually end up finding a Pidgeotto. Oh. oh. Does not appear to be. Does not appear to be. Uh huh. Toby's. Okay. Good. <laughs> 
Otherwise, I would have attacked you. Oh, no. Some nerd. <laughs> I have a package delivery. Yeah, you probably nerd stuff. <laughs> Just flings yeah, this. Yeah, it does not appear to be uh, Toby's, nor does it appear to be your mother's. Okay. Oh. Um, but it is just, um, it appears as though one of the traveling Pidgeys has sort of experienced some stuff. <laughs> and he's got, like, the mailbag, and it's the normal size, so he's, like, a little bit squished. So it's, like, a recent thing. Yeah. Oh. Um... I'm gonna make some. I'm gonna make a Pokemon handling check and see if I can adjust the straps for it, make it fit a little better. Okay. It it seems to recognize you, so you might make your check with advantage. Cool. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Saw that. That's a Milo having come out of a cave, traumatized. So that puts it at a five. All right. Uh, Milo's hands are about as shaky as yours or mine on a good day. Yeah. Uh, as you kind of reach forward towards the, the, the Pidgeotto, um, and you try to, like, loosen the straps, it just kind of, like, pecks at you a little bit. Not, like, not threatening, but, like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not... Okay. Like, I recognize you, but that's not sanctioned. Like, okay. there could be someone's mail in here. Okay. Can't have that. This is it's illegal! <laughs> mail tampering, no. Just trying to help. Bad. Just trying to help. I just... Sir. Ah! ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. How it's like, big is a Pidgeotto? They're, they're like, big, right? yeah. They're, they're like, like child size. Yeah. You could, it could lift Milo pretty easily if you yeah. wanted to. Um, can I try to put it in its tube? Yeah. If you present, yeah. sort of like a, a male parcel, a male. Do, do you have a, a tag to place on it to say like this is where you're going? Uh, do you have your letter, Bentley? Well, I'll, I was just going to say, like, I was probably in the corner just writing the rest of it and then putting it in an envelope and then mm-hmm. I can hand it over. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we'll, like, attach it to the, the parcel. And you're sending it to your parents? Yeah. See. Cool. Mama. Papa. As you sort of present it, the Pidgeotto now does sort of, like, bend down low for you and kind of, okay. like, flicks the little cap of the tube off and it looks as though this thing's gonna barely fit and it's kind of like rocky and some of the ice is kind of like shaving down as it goes in uh um, but it does fit. a sleight of hand and wisdom that is dexterity dexterity that is your actual ability to manipulate something without being noticed he the wants straps. to fix the yeah. straps the straps i want to fix the straps it's against the wall i don't want to all right is it in there and i've like closed the tube and it's secured? Yeah. Okay, before I, now that it's good, I'm gonna try one more time okay. to help him slide a hand. Slide a hand. Oh, dear. <laughs> You're <laughs> kidding me. It's the same roll. Okay, Milo. Five. Five Milo. Ten. I'm gonna give you advantage. Because <gasps> this is literally to do with the thing that your character is meant to do. <laughs> and you shouldn't be rolling this poorly. <laughs> I'm blown away. What is that? It's a one! No way! <laughs> Oh my oh god. god, so what's your total? It sounds like you need to change your uh, oh, career. So shaken. It's five. You got a five? Mm-hmm. You got a five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you sort of start to loosen the strap and the Pidgeotto just wings its beak around like right in your face. And All right. You're All just right. like this. You're just <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. Mila, what are you doing with this bird? <laughs> Leave it alone. It's, <laughs> it's carrier's way too small. It like evolved with it on. It's like going to hurt it long term. I'm just trying to help him out. I feel like you're hurting him more. What are you doing? <laughs> I was just trying to make sure our package gets there safely. <laughs> This poor bird is not in condition to make such a flight. Ridiculous. 
<sighs> it is at this point, with all the shrieking and screaming, uh, that the bird keeper does kind of come over and is like, what are you, what are you doing, man? Hey, sorry. I, I'm actually work in the, the mail business, too. And uh, this... Uh, he goes, yeah, uh-huh. And he's kind of like 12-year-old and works, okay? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. This, this Pidgeotto, his, his tube, his straps are too small. It's hindering his flight. He kind of looks at it and he goes... Oh. Well, let's just fix that. And he kind of leans in and the bird like gives you kind of a dirty look and then is like... Oh, as he, as yeah. he kind of like stretches out the straps a little bit and it fits a little better and he kind of loosens up yeah. and he freezes right wing a lot more and he kind of stretches out the wings. I thought you were trying to take the nail. The bird audibly went, oh. <laughs> 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 Okay, well, I'm glad I got sorted. Mm-hmm. Thank He's you, like, sir. That was like Mail pun. <laughs> sorted. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I speak, I speak exclusively in male pun puns. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um, as the uh, the bird keeper kind of finishes fixing that up, uh, the the Pidgeotto gives you like a knowing glance, of like sorry, I like, caught at you. It's okay. And then uh, <laughs> it just sort of takes off in the general direction of Alluvia, but like more a direct route to Ambercrag. And you you gather this thing might actually be strong enough to just go over the mountain. And it might be fast enough to do this relatively quickly. Nice. Right. Um, I have a question for you, Mr. Birdkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, how tumultuous? Well, he's a twelve-year-old bird. How? <laughs> how? How scary is the the fly route from here to uh, Greengate? Here to Greengate? Uh, most most of the pigeons can do it in about a day. Okay. Um, it's it's relatively flat land. Um, the, the, the trickiest part is spotting Green Gate from above. Um, once you get to the, the edge of the forest, it gets pretty dense. Um, but just, if you, if you know what you're looking for... Um, what am I looking for? Like day. Um, the tops of the trees and things that are... It's the, like the houses basically look like treetops, like so it just the city looks like a continuation of the forest. So that's the hardest part. It's just knowing where in the canopy to be looking. I see. Is there any uh, thing you guys train a Pidgey to do for their first flight there? Uh, well, if we know that we're doing a training flight, uh, we'll have them put up a flag or a symbol or something for the birds to look for just so they know where to look in the future. How do you have them put that up? Uh, well, we send one of the more experienced birds out ahead of them and have them raise the flag. Is, gotcha. that, is that something you need done? Yeah, I'm trying. I'm training a bird of my own to deliver mail and I have to get them to go to Greengate. Right on, right on. Uh, yeah, I can I can have that settled for you by end of the day. I can if you if you know when you want to send your send your friend down there, I can I can definitely have that ready for you. Okay. Yeah. Um two days? Two days? Yeah. You got it. Because yeah. it's like dusk, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So like not tomorrow. It's not the tomorrow day the day after. Mm-hmm. So basically if it's like Wednesday, you're saying like, yeah, Friday. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, well, let me, let me confirm with a friend real quick. Mm-hmm. All right. Take your time. Um, are you guys wanting to do the gym relatively soon? And well, it's just me here with you. Yeah, no, I know, but... I mean, I, I would like to make sure that Mortar's okay and maybe catch another Pokemon, and then I'd love to take on the gym, but... 
I think two days might might be enough time. Are we going to Greengate after after here? No. Tomorrow. 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 All right. Yes. Bentley kind of just looks like, what is he doing? <laughs> but, okay. No. Um, tomorrow. He. he he motions to one of the nearby Pidgeys who kind of like hops over excitedly. Uh, fun fact, he is wearing the badge of a rival oh, mail company dang. to yours. Cool. Um, what does it look like? <clears throat> do you know yet? I don't know okay. yet, but I will come up with it later. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that would be kind of a cool thing to do. Just have a rival mail bird kind of fly out and be like... Um, basically, he, he takes like a, a, a big white tarp, kind of like rolls it up, folds it down into the the, the mail tube he kind of seals it up and he says green gate go and the little bird just goes and just takes off so um, to the west question because uh, this is something that Milo would know but I don't yes if I send Monty with that bird is that cheating um per the conditions set by your parents technically no but it's it's bending the rules okay but it's not, it's not cheating, but basically if you, if they found out you it's, did it, they would use it against okay. you. Okay, so yeah, then I won't do that. Yeah. Because they don't hate you. They yeah, hate yeah, Monty. yeah. No, I know that. So it's like, <laughs> they want Monty to fail, so yeah. they're like, you you There's did a, it, but you cheated. Okay, okay. This is basically so, what yeah, they would say. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You okay. know your parents well enough that that's okay. pretty much what they would say. So, um, assuming it still takes him a day, it's still like enough of a head start that in the morning I'm going to send him. Mm-hmm. And, and basically, even if that bird's do, not there, he'll still beat him there. Yeah, and it, it can be explained to you that basically what they'll do is when the bird gets there with the tarp, they just put it they'll up. hang it until the new bird gets there. Okay. Because they know that like it's it's they they're literally just in a giant forest. Okay. And they're it's like a maybe a square mile that is settled. Okay. So it's like a relatively small collection of like tree houses and stuff. Okay. Cool. We good? You want to head back? That's how I live my life. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the Pokemon Center, grab my Pokemon, mm-hmm. and then we can go shack up at Arthur's again, I guess. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right around the time, because uh, the, as as of course is tradition for uh, most cities and towns, um, if they have a Pidgey Coop, it is relatively near Pokemon Center. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, it is on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys kind of just make your way back inside right around the time. They're like, I have a mortar for Bentley. Yeah, that's that's me. And a little chance it kind of waddles over to you. So. <laughs> Ask him if they like saw any irregularities. Did you see any irregularities? <laughs> <laughs> the chance he just goes and kind of waddles back. <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, but the it's like I threw him in the furnace. <laughs> but the lady behind the counter goes, um, "Well, we did notice a slightly elevated heart rate and." Incredible level of just adrenaline in his system. Uh, did you do a lot of a lot of battling in the last couple days? Uh, something like that. Uh, not not really. It was more he more came in contact with a type of stone that made him act erratically. Gotcha. We should be careful of that in the future. Um, if his heart rate doesn't come back down, and if he's still sort of a very excitable in the uh, next couple days. Definitely bring him back here. We'd like to take a second look. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. So you guys make your way back to Arthur's house. Um, Phoebe and CJ, is there anything that you needed to discuss over pie? Or are you too focused on the pie? 
I mean, I'm still just mulling over everything that's happened. The same, I'm just kind of repeating the same stuff. Like, what do you think happened with Cause? I'm kind of on a loop. <laughs> Freaked out by Cause still? Yeah. I don't know. Like, this town's <laughs> weird. I agree. I mean, we've seen weird stuff, but it seems this more is like another now. level. So what happened to Cause? This pie is great. And it's so good. The crust is perfect. <laughs> and it's somehow tied in with, like, um, Pendleton and maybe Tian's parents. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know who is running these experiments on these people, but yeah. there's something to that. Just, it's weird. I agree. Do you think anyone else here knows what's happening? They all seem to be in denial. Well, it seemed like most of the people were brainwashed by cause. I know, but do you think anyone was faking it? I have no idea. At this point, I'm like really full, and I'm like not <laughs> fully coherent in this conversation. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, is Pendleton out? Do you share the pie He's, with him? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. He's yeah. been out since we... I have everybody out. They're all partaking pie. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so you guys kind of consume pie mm-hmm. um, as Bentley and Milo arrive back at Arthur's house of one fiery stone lighter. How's Morton? Uh, I, I don't really know. The nurse seemed pretty concerned. They said his testosterone levels were elevated. His... his <laughs> Adrenaline. His adrenaline. He had like, a, really a thing. He had like an incredible amount of just in his heart rate. Adrenaline system. Adrenaline system heart, rate. heart rate. I love it. We're keeping testosterone. Yeah. He's retcon. His testosterone levels are through the roof. He said he grew a beard. I mean, that does, that is like the cause of aggression, but. Thank you. <laughs> He's not healthy, is what you need to know. Okay. Maybe you should give him some pie. Yeah. I don't think that I want to take him out of his Pokeball at all. How long are you going to wait? Yeah. Don't you want to, like, talk to like him? Like a day? Well, we sent away the the stone, so I'm going to wait until that's further away before I try anything. That's fair. So as the gang sort of collapses in a heap of just sheer exhaustion... That's what we'll call it today, I guess. Seems like a, as good place as any. Free at last from the dangers of the mines, our heroes settle in for what they hope will be a quiet night.